Welcome to the Mom on Purpose podcast. I'm Laura Johnson, and I'm here to teach you how to get out of your funk, be in a better mood, play more with your kids, manage your home better, get your to-do list done, and live your life on purpose. With my proven method, this is possible for you, and I'll show you how. You're not alone anymore. We're in this together. Welcome to the Mom on Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Lara Johnson, and I'm excited to spend some time with you today talking about one of my favorite topics, which is how to keep a clean home. <laughs> and I will tell you that uh, my home is by no means perfect. It's by no means clean, but for the most part, it functions really well. And that was not always the case. And so I'm excited to share with you some of the things that I have shifted within my home to help it maintain that, um, to help us, you know, keep that standard that I like to keep for my, for my own sanity and for my family. And so one of the things that I really notice uh, with a lot of my clients and with myself, um, especially in the past where the second I start working towards a goal or, you know, the thing that I'm, I feel called to do, you know, whatever that purpose is, it's almost like my house starts yelling at me more, uh, where, uh, I start to collect more piles and I can't get to it. And, you know, and I see this with my clients too, like whatever they find that they love so much, they go all in on that thing, but they don't have the systems built within their home. And so their home really starts getting really cluttered and, um, they get really overwhelmed with their house, um, to the point where, it will actually stop them in progressing forward. And so that's why this topic is really like, I'm very passionate about this topic because being able to have these things in place means that you can be um, very successful in your goals long-term. And so that's where I wanted to spend time today. So we're going to start with our game. You know, this podcast episode is for you is if you feel like the messes in your house are yelling at you, (laughs) I I say that very jokingly, but that's honestly what it feels like where you like walk around and it's, it's like they all have little mouths on them and they're just like, look at me, (laughs) you know, like I'm a mess over here. Um, you need to take care of me. And it, and, and you just start feeling really overwhelmed by it. Um, you'll also know that this episode is for you is if as you're working towards a goal, um, your house does become messier and not in like a, Hey, in a lived in controlled type manner, but like everything feels really out of control and you can't get to any of it. Uh, you'll also know this episode is for you is if when your house becomes messier, you start accumulating more stuff, uh, you immediately walk around and start yelling and shaming your kids and your partner. And you start getting really mad that nobody is quote unquote helping you. Um, I'm an expert at this. <laughs> My family will tell you that the second this starts to happen, I need to usually do some self-coaching <laughs> because something more is going on. Uh, also, you'll know this uh, episode is for you is if you feel like you need to reorganize everything in your house before you can work on a goal or before you can move forward on your purpose. Um, also, you'll know um, 
that this is for you is if you often feel really discouraged or frustrated, if somebody says the comment to you, yeah, but they're only little ones. Enjoy this time. They're going to grow up. Um, someday you'll miss this mess. And instead of that being something that's like motivating or feels good to you, you actually start fuming really deep inside and you, you want to explain why, why like you have to focus on the mess right now. So these are all symptoms. And and I talk about this all the time. Like the reason why I can say these things is one, because I see it all the time in my clients Two because I'm human. I'm a mom. You know, I see this within myself as well. Um, and also just because these are symptoms that there is something more going on, you know, three, that's like, these are always, um, they're always the sign that there's something else there. And so that's where I really wanted to dive into this today. So the first thing that we're, we're going to focus on is first the mind shift around your home. Now, anytime, you know, we, we talk about how our thoughts, um, about our circumstance affect how we feel and the way we show up. What we're going to be talking about is the circumstance of your home, but the way you think about your home is really going to make a difference with the way you show up and the way you feel about it. And so I want you for a second just to think about your definition of a clean home. Now, for a lot of people, this um, is what they're striving for. Um, but I want you to get really clear on how you define a clean home. I know when I say this for myself, I think every drawer and every closet needs to be organized and junk needs to be taken out. Uh, I know that all the laundry needs to be washed and put away. And it makes me very upset when other people are wearing clothes in the house because my, my definition of clean home, like as soon as they take those clothes off, it's like, now I have laundry to do. Uh, Also like, For me, a clean home is like having crumbs out of the sink, off the counter, off the floor. And while I'm at it, a clean home also means everything has to be perfectly decorated. Everything has to be exactly in its spot. (laughs) Does this sound familiar? (laughs) Like I'm amazed at when my, when I go to like, what is my definition of a clean home? My brain has a whole long list. Even just as I'm talking out loud, my brain is, is like speaking you know, very noisily on like, oh yeah, don't forget the baseboards and don't forget the blinds. And, and, you know, those are important too. And and while you're at it, there's a, a pile of papers that you need to file or you need to throw away. And, you know, so even just talking about this with you right now, my brain is still adding things on. That's why every time we say we need a clean home, it becomes very overwhelming and very discouraging and very defeating because your brain will constantly tack more onto that definition. So the second you start recognizing it, I want you to notice how you feel. Even talking about this, I can feel a shift in my own body where it's like my heart starts racing and my mind is like spinning on all the things that needs to be done. I want you to notice the shift in your own body when you start thinking about a clean home. We all keep that as a priority and we're going to talk about, you know, how to actually do that. But I want you to recognize the feeling you have when you say that phrase and from this pressure in, and I can see it within myself. This is always where I yell more. This is always where 
I get really snippy and I start pacing and I get a lot done. And so this for me was like the vicious cycle that I noticed I was caught in was every time I had this feeling, it kicked me into action. And so I thought, well, you know, I've got to, I've got to keep this feeling like very subconsciously. I thought it was really useful to me because this is where I got so much done. But what I also recognized was I was not showing up as the person I wanted to be, the mom I wanted to be, and it just didn't feel really healthy for me, Um, you know, stress levels and all of that. And so I really had to spend time working around the mindset shifts within my home and learning how to clean effectively from different emotions, which I can do very easily now. It doesn't mean I do it all like 100% of the time because I am human, but I do notice that I am very effective and very efficient now from different emotions like um, determined or grounded or empowered or just the fact that it's like, no, this is just what I do. It's it's like a very calm state um, because I have my systems in place. And so the first shift um, that I want to make with you around your home is that a clean home is a cyclical process and not an end destination. Okay, I'm going to say that again because I want you to get like, I want you to really hear this. A clean home is a cyclical process and not an end destination. So what I'm talking about here is that when you start seeing all these cyclical processes, it's almost like the gears of a clock working together um, so that the clock can function. When you're thinking about it that way, you know, you're making this mindset shift, suddenly you'll see all these pieces come together to help things run very effectively. So as you're working towards your goals, as you're working towards your purpose, you know, during life changes, all of these systems are already in place and you just have to keep touching on them. You don't have to get to this point, you know, this end destination and then get mad every time it gets messed up. Okay. So I want you to think about that. So what I'm going to share with you next is um, the system that works for me. And I really, I found that this system works very well for most of my clients as well, but also recognize that what I share is, is merely a suggestion. When you start thinking about like the cyclical processes within your own home, I want you to really let your creative juices flow. Uh, it's almost like, um, allow your brain. It's like, I call it brain candy, where you start thinking more strategically about your home and how your home functions and works. And you can really be creative in this. And it can be a really fun experience to go through and think about your home in a different way when you're not looking at it like as an end destination. So I want you just to be thinking about you know, being creative within your own home. This is a framework that I use and you can apply it or find something else that works for you. So the way that um, I set up my home is I think about it in terms of uh, like the zones of a sprinkler. So I'm typically the one that manages the yard and all of that. So I grew up, you know, having a lawn mowing business. I mowed lawns my whole life, it felt like, and I, I, I love yard work. Okay. 
It is something that like really fuels my soul to be behind a lawnmower, um, to be in my flower beds, you know, all of that. But what I know about my sprinklers is that there are certain areas of my yard based on where the sun is that it just requires more water. And if I set everything at the same time, um, the same length of time to be watered, I will have dry spots in my yard. Now, also, I live in Utah and we've been in a drought, so <laughs> this applies to a non-drought year, okay? Um, so when I have these you know, certain areas, I know that I need to do something different with the water. Either I need to um, slow, my, slow the water down and water in like five-minute spurts, and so it's soaking in deeper into the roots, uh, or it needs to just be watered more often than other areas of my lawn. Okay, so what I what I took was that same thought about like the zones of a sprinkler, and I put that within my home as well, to where there are certain areas of my home that need to be watered, you know, metaphorically speaking, it needs to be addressed multiple times a day. There are other zones of my home that need to be addressed once a day, others that are weekly and that are monthly. Now within this within each of these zones and, you know, how often I address it, I break it down into three different things happen within these areas. The first is it's just picked up, meaning the stuff on the floor just needs to be put back where it goes. The second, it needs to be cleaned. That's where I'm like scrubbing a toilet. Okay. The third is it needs to be organized, meaning the junk in the drawer (laughs) needs to be pulled out and I need to figure out what I want to keep. Okay, so there's these three things that happen within each of these zones and the frequency within the zone. Okay, so I'm going to use an example. So my kitchen, for example, needs to be addressed multiple times a day because we are in it multiple times a day. Now, depending on the day, and this is where it gets kind of fun, is I may only address it twice a day. Um, Other times I may be addressing it four, depending on if kids are home from school, if it's a work day, if it's a non-work day. Okay, so that's different. But I know my kitchen area will be the zone that needs to be, quote unquote, watered the most. The second is, so I have an open concept living area. So then I've got my living room, my dining room, and my kitchen all flowed together in the same space. And so the other two areas do need to be addressed, but I usually spend time, you know, maybe once a day picking those up, moving crafts off the table, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and so that for me is the zone that needs to be addressed the most, um, needs to be picked up the most, um, the cleaning, that is maybe I, I like the floors are mopped maybe once a week, maybe once every other week, but I sweep it every day or I try to. Okay. So then, you know, within these zones, you can start to decide like, what is it that you like? Like what seems doable for you to do? Now, the other thing that I will say as I'm working within these zones is I don't look at what needs to be done. I look at how much time do I have to address it? So for example, on a work day, I don't have as much time. I choose not to spend as much time in that area. So as I'm looking at it and, um, and I'm, I'm recognizing that I have, you know, 
on a workday, it might be 30 minutes. So what do I do in the kitchen? For example, I don't want to be doing a bunch of dishes at night. I want to be spending more time with my family. So it might be a crock pot meal. And I just found <laughs> you have to go to Amazon to look for these. Okay. Uh, they have plastic bags you can put in your crock pot that you can cook your stuff in. They are amazing. So at the end of the crock pot, you know, when I've put all the food away, all I have to do is pick up the bag and the crock pot is clean. It's amazing. And so that's something that happens, you know, more on a work day. Okay. So I use this as an example where I want you to get really clear for you. And again, be really creative with this on what is the zone. And you probably know just while I'm talking about this, your mind's already been sparked, but the zone within your house that needs to be quote unquote watered more. And I look at like the organizing of it. Now for me personally, I don't clean on the weekends. Like there's maintenance stuff, but deep cleaning for me doesn't happen on the weekends because that typically is the time when all of my family is home and I get the most angry <laughs> when they mess things up. <laughs> like they're just there. Everybody's here on the weekend. And so it's just naturally um, more dirty. And so I found that when I was trying to clean on the weekend, I would spend all day Saturday cleaning only to be mad on Sunday when it was messed up. So for me personally, I prefer to clean during the week, um, you know, any kind of deep cleaning. So on Saturday, if I have projects to do, that's where I'm more organized, where I know I'm going to organize something and it's going to stay intact longer than five minutes. So for me, weekends are more about projects and organization than it is to be like picked up and and like deep cleaned. So again, this is just the framework that I use. And I want you to think about this, you know, in terms of your own house. Uh, When I talk about like my kids' rooms, for me personally, I don't emphasize cleaning their room every day. It's a weekly thing. I do that because one, I have neurodivergent children um, that require additional help as I'm doing the cleaning. And two, I choose not to spend time fighting with them during the week to clean it. Uh, I, they just know, you know, once a week, it all needs to be picked up. Same thing with like my closet. It's about a once a week thing where things just need to kind of be reset. Whereas something like my toy room, which is downstairs in the furthest corner of the house that I'm not looking at regularly, that's more of like a monthly thing where, you know, toys will be put back in their right places. Same thing with the garage. My garage probably could use a weekly cleaning, but I choose not to do that. And it's just maybe like once a month where we need to kind of reset it. Okay. So I want you to just be thinking about this in terms of your own home. Grab a piece of paper, get the notes app on your phone, break your home into these zones, like break it down into, you know, whatever it is that's like multiple times a day, daily, weekly, monthly, but figure it out based on the time you choose or have to give to it. Not what needs to be done, but the time you choose to spend doing it. Um, I will also say, well, and, you know, within that, you know, be thinking about, is it the picked up? Is it the cleaning or is it the organizing? Now, I will also say that, um, and I think this is a whole different podcast, but I'm just going to mention it here just just because I want to. (laughs) That's all. Um, When I'm decluttering my home, for example, 
I'm always looking at, okay, how much time do I choose to spend in these specific areas? That's the amount of stuff that I choose to keep. So I just did this activity with my kids in their rooms where, you know, once a week we were going into their rooms and helping them clean. And it was like next level destroyed. And I would get so frustrated and they were overwhelmed and there were lots of tears. And so I I took this same mindset with them and I said, okay, how long do you want to spend when it's time to clean your room? One of them said 10 minutes. The other one said five minutes. I said, okay, perfect. If that's the amount of time you're willing to spend, then that's the amount of stuff that you keep in your room. So I got a big bin. Um, you know, I just got it from Costco, Costco. It's a, one of those huge bins with the yellow lids and just for the time being, because I was not going to spend time making decisions on their stuff with them. I, I it was just not something with a new baby that I had <laughs> capacity to do. You may choose to do it differently, but for me, I was like, okay, let's just load up all the stuff from your room. Let's keep five minutes or 10 minutes worth of stuff in your room that you are able to pick up. And we loaded everything up in the bin and it went into the storage room. And guess what? Their rooms have been so much easier. Oh my gosh, so much easier. And we spend about five or 10 minutes within their room because that's how long they chose to spend in their room. So, and I gave them that permission, you know, to think about it in that way. Sometimes we we can put so much pressure on our kids to clean their room without teaching them the mindset shifts that can help them to be successful in their cleaning and not be so overwhelmed. I know if I walk into their room or into a certain zone of my house and I'm overwhelmed, imagine what it feels like to be a child and to be overwhelmed by all of that stuff. So help them out, you know, really coach them around, you know, cleaning in their room doesn't have to be such a time extensive activity for you. Find out how much time you choose to spend or how much they, how much time they choose to spend doing that. And that's the amount of stuff that you keep. All right. So I hope this um, episode has been really useful for you. Uh, This is something that I, I do spend time with my clients on because it is so important for us as moms that as we're working towards our purpose, that we're not like feeling like our home is, are these shackles around um, our ankles. Like we want our home to support us in whatever goals and whatever purpose that, that we're moving forward with, you know, in partnership with God. And so as I work with my clients and we get really into the nitty gritty of these things, um, if it's something that you want to work on and you're ready to have a coach help you work through this, uh, I would love to, I would love to work with you on that. Um, I am scheduling clients out into March. So if it's something that you want to do, get a consult right now. Um, let's jump on the phone. Let's spend, you know, 60 minutes going through where you're at in your life and where you want to be, um, so that you can get really clear on what your purpose is and get all of the pieces of, of, you know, the gears of your clock, you know, all of, all of the cyclical processes that, that exist within your, your home and your family. Let's get those intact so you can be successful in answering your purpose. Um, and so that's what we'll talk about on your consultation. And if it is right that we work together, fantastic. Um, we are looking at March for that. All right. Have a wonderful week. I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. Please share, review, and subscribe to this podcast so that together we can live life on purpose.